0: Mors et malis vita bonis. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Very dear faithful, today we celebrate with the Universal Church the solemnity of Corpus Christi. We sing the praises of the Eucharist. We will process with him in the streets and we will offer him our deepest homage, adoration. We know this feast is of a very high rank simply by the fact that there is a sequence, a special hymn-like text inserted between the Alleluia and the Gospel. We can all be grateful to the greatest theological poet, St. Thomas Aquinas, for the Sion we just recited moments ago. Laudis tema specialis, panis vivus et vitalis, odie proponitur. See today before us laid the living and life-giving bread, theme for praise and joy profound. And joy is our sentiment of heart before the tabernacle, where the most authentic source of consolation resides night and day. Through the Eucharist, Christ fulfills his promise of being with us until the end of time. By Holy Communion, we are nourished to carry our crosses and strengthened to fight the good fight. The Blessed Sacrament is the delight of the saints and the light of this world. It is truly a living and life-giving bread, for it is the author of life himself, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, present body, Blood, soul, and divinity. This truly life giving and nourishing reality of the Eucharist, alas, is often misunderstood today and ever abounds. Does the Eucharist give life unconditionally? Does communion always produce life? Can there not be any obstacles? Dear souls, to properly benefit from the infinite fruits of the Eucharist, we must first be capable of receiving him. Listen to the many scriptural and liturgical texts that instruct us in this way. Already in St. Paul's epistle today, "...whosoever shall eat this bread and drink the chalice of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty." Of the body and the blood of our Lord. He that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh judgment to himself, not discerning the body of the Lord. And again, in St. Thomas' Laudation, sumunt boni sumunt mali, sorte tamen inequali, vite velenteritus, mors et malis vita bonis. Vide par sumptionis, com si exitus. Both the wicked and the good eat of this celestial food, but with ends how opposite. Here it is life, and there it is death, the same yet issuing to each in a difference infinite. We see clearly the perennial teaching of the apostles, the Church and the Fathers, that the very same life-giving Eucharist that is the gauge of our future glory can also be a source of condemnation and death. The difference, the disposition, the state of the recipient. Hence, we need a little Catechism 101 to jog our memory, and inflame our hearts to the beauty of these truths. There are only two types of people in this world, and in the next for that matter. Those who are in the state of grace, and those who are not. Sanctifying grace is given to us at baptism. And it is that pure garment of soul we are to keep spotless unto our last breath. This state of grace, once freely given by God in baptism, can only be lost by our free will decision to commit a mortal sin. Should we ever fall so gravely, God in his infinite mercy instituted another sacrament, confession, so that we may be restored to life. These two sacraments, baptism and confession, are called the sacraments of the dead. Yes, you heard right, sacraments of the dead. Why? Because they are the sacraments that you can receive in the state of mortal sin. They are the precise sacraments that bring us back to life. A soul is necessarily in a state of spiritual death when they receive baptism because it is baptism that gives them divine life. And obviously, absolution in confession can be received when in the state of mortal sin because it is that mortal sin confessed and is that sacramental forgiveness that resurrects our soul? Beautiful, miracles of grace, spiritual resurrections. But, dear faithful, the Eucharist is not among the sacraments of the dead. The Eucharist doesn't bring your soul from the state of mortal sin to the state of grace. Why? Because the Eucharist is a nourishment. Would it not be folly to give food to a dead man and expect his body to be strengthened by it? Would it not be in vain to go to the cemetery attaching IVs to every corpse, corpse in expectation of their hydration and healing? Food to the dead bears not a single fruit. It is the same and more in the life of the sacraments. Baptism is our birth to the supernatural. Penance heals us of our wounds, and in the case of grave sins, raises us from spiritual death. The Eucharist is then the heavenly nourishment for those alive and walking on this earthly pilgrimage. Communion sustains and sanctifies us. Communion consoles and carries us. Communion purifies and elevates us. But if we are in the state of mortal sin, it cannot. If we are dead, there is no nourishment to be had. And worse still... Condemning our Lord, the King of Kings, the spotless Lamb, holiness itself, to a soul void of the Trinity and submerged in the infernal state of mortal sin is a sacrilege. Sons and daughters of the church, our Savior is most merciful. He snatches us from the snares of the enemy He places us in the bosom of Holy Mother Church at baptism. He heals our wounds and raises us up in confession. His sacred heart is always open to the sinner. He has come for our sake. He has come to restore us to life. And he wants to give himself freely to us so that we may be united to him. That is why all of the sacraments, Are in view of the Eucharist and find their supreme reason in the Eucharist. Baptism is the gateway to all the sacraments. Confession, in order to receive communion worthily. Confirmation, to know and defend the Eucharist. Marriage, to bring more souls into this world to receive the Eucharist. Holy orders, to consecrate and distribute the Eucharist. In the other sacraments, we receive grace. In the Eucharist, we receive the author of grace, himself. We receive the risen Lord. He is alive and seated at the right hand of the Father. Do not make him a sacrament of the dead. He is the sacrament of the living par excellence. We must be alive to be nourished. We must be in the state of grace to receive our Lord in communion. He calls all of us. He desires, with a great desire, each one of us, to come to his celestial banquet. If you are dead, you will find your resurrection in the confessional, then your nourishment at the rail. If you labor and are weary, come and be refreshed. Jesus, shepherd of the sheep, thou thy flock in safety keep, living bread, thy life supply, strengthen us or else we die. Fill us with celestial grace, thou who feedest us below, source of all we have or know. Grant that with thy saints above, sitting at thy feast of love, we may see thee face to face. Amen. Alleluia.